going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Ron Nick's Rundown. Yes, this is our NBA playoff preview episode. Of, and it's definitely one of the best times of the year. We definitely have Nick here. Nick, how are you feeling? Terrific. You must be after what happened on Tuesday night. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. All right. Uh, we'll get to our guest. First of all, which you've seen him many times, Chris Inspires. He's Mr. Chris Wallace. How are you, sir? I'm blessed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we thought we need. I thought we were gonna get more. <laughs> and of course, uh, you've heard him in our audio. I guess he is in out in our audio podcast. But this is video debut with us, and he'll be part of the podcast as well. Mr. Antonio Faison, how are you, sir? Hey, hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Let's see, all the way in the West Coast. Yes, in Arizona. Oh. Correct. <laughs> man, oh man. I guess we better not waste much time. Uh, definitely uh, just talk about how, how excited you guys are for the playoffs this season. I know, Chris, your, your boys are not in it, but how excited you are at this time of year <laughs> for the playoffs before we get into it. Man, I, I tell you, the NBA playoffs are, are super exciting, particularly the further you go. And uh, I, the, the play-in just adds you know another layer of excitement to the playoffs. Yeah, the Lakers are not in it this year. Um but there's still, you know, a massive amount of buildup uh, and excitement because there are, there's a certain amount of pressure on certain players, you know, that we'll talk about later. And, you know, there's just these newbies that are, you know, kind of, you know, coming up now. You got your Grizzlies and, and John Morant, like, just kind of coming out of nowhere. And then you got the Suns who are, are now like a legit, legit title contender. And there's just a lot going on. So I'm excited, man. I'm super excited. Yeah, most definitely. Antonio, same question to you, sir. How are you feeling about this uh, upcoming NBA playoffs? Uh, I'm excited. If you ask my family, uh, I'll stay in here watching NBA, whether it's uh, preseason, postseason, regular season. So definitely excited. Um, I think we'll get a – honestly, I think we'll get a new champion this year. So I'm excited to see how that unravels. Ultimately, it's going to come down to injuries as it usually does or sometimes does. So, yeah, I'm ready for it. Lots of new faces, new players, young talent. So, yeah, I'm excited. Most definitely. Man, so, all right, let's start with the T-Wolves and Clippers. Obviously, the T-Wolves defeat the Clippers 109-104. to uh, Carl Anthony Towns didn't have quite a good game. Uh, definitely fouled out in the process. He definitely struggled. But Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell definitely stepped up. And I hope, let's see, yes, D'Angelo Russell definitely with 30 points. D'Angelo, excuse me, D'Angelo Russell with 29 points, Anthony Edwards with 30 points. But... The biggest story of this game was not them. It was after the game when Patrick Beverly celebrated defeating his former team, the Clippers, told him to t- – what did he tell him, Nick? I don't know. Told him to F off, didn't he? No, tell him to take their ass home. That's what, uh, that's what he said in the uh, press conference. Yeah, he, was all, <laughs> he was all over the place. Yes, he was jumping up. Yep, definitely celebrating, defeating his former team, definitely call, calling out his owner, you know, the, the Clippers owner. Steve Ballmer. Yes, and – as far as I'm concerned, I have no issue with it. I've been laughing at people who've been picking on him, but me, I have no issue with it. that dude. I mean, you play for moments like that, okay? Especially against your former club. Okay. Yeah, against, former club, yes, for your former team. Yes. I mean, especially in that franchise, especially what he's been through, I'm assuming, uh, how throughout the year. Nick, what did you take? His career, really much. Yeah. His story getting to the NBA is, is wild in itself. Uh, I mean, I love Pat Bev. You know, I love the energy. You know, was the celebration a little much? Yeah. <laughs> but was it warranted? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I ain't mind it too much. You know, he had to get it off his chest. You know, they weren't going to cut that man a check, and he going to show you, hey, y'all should have cut the check. Now now y'all got to figure it out. Good luck um, playing the next game. But, 
Yeah, I mean, it was hilarious to me. I was like, is this the Mighty Ducks D2? I was just like, hey, yo, I was like, there's some crying going on. I was like, confetti. I was like, we are the champions. I like, hey, coach. <laughs> Anthony Edwards going on. I mean, it's I mean it's great to be excited, you know. Yeah. The crowd was excited. I was like, okay, I I, I let it ride, but it was hilarious. <laughs> there's been a lot of that. There's been a lot of that this season. Um they're uh, upcoming opponent, the Grizzlies, they've been dump, doing that a lot too. I don't know if you've seen them post game, but you would think they just won after every game, pretty much. So, yeah, most definitely. Chris, your thoughts? Man, listen, you know, as as Nick just said, <coughs> Pat Bev's story getting to the league is crazy enough, and then you know being essentially dumped. I mean, it wasn't like this was. Uh, I I think the Clippers just kind of dumped him. And they were just like, let's just send them to Minnesota to die. And, you know, Minnesota is not a franchise that's used to a lot of success. What have they done the last, you know, 15 to 20 years post Kevin Garnett? You know, they, they've made the playoffs, what, one time? And that was a couple of years ago with Jimmy Butler, right? Yeah, yeah 2018 was the last time they made it, yes. Right. And, and so, yeah, yeah and, 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 you know, how many people, like, had the Timberwolves actually being – you know, in the playoffs this year, you know, much less a, a seven seed, you know what I'm saying, who actually is ascending at this time of year. And they actually have players on their squad that are legit NBA borderline stars. And I think, you know, you have two guys, Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Like, Carl Anthony Towns turned the corner this year. Like, he got meaner. He was more aggressive playing. And Anthony Edwards is a stud. I mean, I, I, just, I like Anthony Edwards' game, man. Like, he <laughs> – you know, he if he keeps working, man, he's going to be a problem. Uh, but again, you have an organization who is not used to winning a lot of games and not used to being in that kind of position. I'm totally OK with Pat Bev's over the top celebration. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Wolves, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but you know what? Um you mentioned Cat uh, turning the corner. I don't know if he necessarily turned the corner because I feel like his skill set has been the same. However, I think Pat Bev put a battery in his back, to be honest with you. He he fueled the team. Like, if you look at the team, they don't have the same aura about mm -hmm. him. Like, if you, I mean, obviously, uh, Ann Edwards brought some of that. But you look at Pat Bev, that, that's him. That's his swagger. That's him injecting energy into the organization. Like, that was a yeah. great signing for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I, I don't, I don't know that Minnesota thought they were getting this. I think Minnesota, when 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 he got dumped, I think it was sort of a uh, salary dump, you know, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Minnesota said, okay, we're gonna get a guy that's going to inject life into this team. They probably hoped for that, but I don't think they expected that because uh, we well, looked at what? Patrick Beverly and we felt like Patrick Beverly might be on his last legs as an NBA player. Yeah, and I think the Grizzlies thought that too, because if I'm not mistaken, he didn't go straight to Memphis. He right. went to, I mean, he didn't go straight to um, Minnesota. He went to Memphis first, and Memphis right. was like, "No, nah, we're good. We're good." So now, so you see, you see the dialogue here. Like, did why Patrick Beverly had the celebration that he had? You know, his former mm -hmm. team, yes, and uh, teams, you know, who didn't believe in him. Uh, you know, teams 
you know, he's on a squad where people didn't believe in that squad. I mean, it was just a lot going on, man. So he just had a lot of emotions. And I know before that game, he probably, in his mind, he had this pent up energy and frustration and a chip on his shoulder. He's like, I'm going to get their ass. And when mm-hmm. he ended up sending them home, well, he didn't send them home, but, you know, they lost the play in and put the Timberwolves mm-hmm. in the playoff. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can't fault man for just being genuinely excited about playing. Now, they're going to go home this round. You know, that, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. but at least, you know, they're there. And that's important. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Let's talk I about mean, this. Didn't he get an extension as well? He just got a, he signed a one year extension. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Because, because of what he brings to the table. So, you know, Minnesota mm-hmm. believes in him. No, mm-hmm. the intangibles, the intangibles. It's not the skill. Like, he honestly, he's not skilled at all. Like, he doesn't, he Zero doesn't play deep. He just, yeah, he just, he'll get in that head and that's it. God <laughs> damn, Menace. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, while we're into this uh, Grizzly Sea Wolves discussion, I, I think we all agree that we think the Grizzlies are going to win this series. Uh, yeah. No brainer. No brainer. Five games. All right. So let's talk about uh, the Grizzlies for a second about uh, how seriously should we take them as a title contender? Do we think uh, these guys are capable of going to the finals? This- no. No. I mean, they're I mean, capable. Everybody's mm, capable. Yeah, they're capable. They're capable. I think oh. it's probably four. It's probably four, three to four teams in the West that's capable, just kind of depending on how the, how the tips fall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm all in on Memphis. To be honest with you. Um, as a matter of fact, I had I had the Warriors as my preseason favorite, but Memphis, I've liked watching them more. I think they're more dynamic. Um, and man, like everything, they can do everything. Defensively, they're they can do everything. They can score. They got perimeter players now. The young guys came on. You got uh, Desmond Bain who, who's catching fire. Jaron Jackson's hitting stride. Um, if you if John Morantz goes out or he has gone out, they haven't skipped a beat. Now that's what's really really impressed me. Like he's been out a decent amount this year, in and out of the lineup, and they don't skip a beat. Um, Dylan Brooks came back. A lot of people saying, hey, they should probably trade Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson to get like more like to to solidify their uh, their roster. But hey, I mean this year they have both of them, and I really do like those guys, man. Uh, Dylan Brooks is, you know, he's probably a 20 point scorer. If, if he wants to be, he can, he can score 20 right now. Um, so if you got, let's just say you have, you probably have four people that can get 20 at any given night between Ja, Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain, and uh, Jaron Jackson. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I really do feel like uh, the sky's the limit for them. Um, you can look at experience, that may be kind of where people smirk and, um, and, and sort of say, hey, they're not ready. Um, and yeah, of course, experience does play a, a key role in that. But uh, from a skill, from a skill perspective, and from a talent perspective, yeah, I think they have everything that they that they need to to take that next leap. Mm. Chris, same question to you. What do you think about the Grizzlies' potential uh, possibly go to the finals or winning it? Yeah, listen, it was great to see them ascend the way that they did this season. But as I've been telling y'all all season long, you know, they're, they're still a piece away. Like there's something that. They- Grizzlies don't have like, experience is one of those things, right? You know, but I also feel like you know, in so in the NBA playoffs, and I think Draymond Green said it best. Draymond said in the playoffs, it, the, they take away your number one and your number two strength. 
So what does Memphis do best? Think about what Memphis does best, right? They have depth. They have guys that can score. Uh, but, you know, when you take away what they do best, you know, and they run a lot of, uh, you know, anyways, I think in the NBA playoffs, because the game is shortened, because teams take away, you know, the, the things that you do best, Memphis may struggle against a team with more experience. Say they end up playing Golden State in the second round of the playoffs. Now, you know, you know Antonio was talking about what they did in the regular season. I think they went like, what, 23-4 and four with John Morant this season? That's great. That's the regular season. How many NBA teams are playing hard every single night in the regular season? And how many times – you know, of those 27 games where they played an opponent on the second night of a back-to-back or a fourth game, five nights, those sorts of things. In NBA playoffs, you don't have any of that. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to play a team that's coming off four games, five nights, or a back-to-back. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to get the best of, of those players. You're going to get fresher players every single night. So, And then another thing that the Grizzlies, I feel like they lack, you know, and yeah, they have, you know, a couple of bigs that can be a little bit physical with you, uh, but they foul too much. Do you ever watch them and watch them defend? They're very aggressive defensively, but foul a lot. And Dylan Brooks, if I'm not mistaken, he's a guy that fouls. I, I think he, he – didn't he average most fouls per game in the league last year and even the short time that he played this season? Like, he fouls a lot. And in the playoffs, you know, they're going to clamp down on that stuff. So if Dylan Brooks gets in trouble, you, you still have Bain, you still have Jaron Jackson, you still have a, a bunch of guys that can play, you know. But if I'm a team, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm picking on John Morant. Yes, and I'm putting John Morant in a lot of switches, and I'm making him defend. So when you're making John defend out on the perimeter or, or guard bigger guys, what can he give you on the other end? You know, and, and Jaron Jackson Jr., let's not, you know, fool ourselves here. He's not the greatest defender in the world. He's, a, he's an okay team defender. Oh, but as a one-on-one defender, man, they're going to start finding the weakness in the Grizzlies and start picking on that, which is Ja defensively and Jaron Jackson defensively. Mm. All right. Nick, same to you. What do you think about the Grizzlies at um, at this point in uh, the postseason? Well, Grizzlies' finals appearance depends on uh, uh, Chris Paul's health <laughs> in, the, in the playoffs. I mean, he may have got past it last year, but, you know, (laughs) I'm not putting too much money on that right now. I'm thinking, you know, Phoenix is the favorite, but it all depends Mm -hmm. on Chris Paul. And two, all healthy, all all the Warriors going to be coming second round because they're going to beat the Timberwolves. Yeah, that's the, I mean, no disrespect, you know. Saying Pat Bev, no disrespect, baby. (laughs) They they cooking y'all on five. (laughs) Cooking y'all on five. but when they get to the Warriors, it depends on how healthy the Warriors are. If they're eighty percent as a team, mm-hmm. well, we're not counting James Wiseman. You know, he's he's not coming back to next year. But yeah, as long as Draymond, Steph, and Clay are 75 percent, I give them seventy five percent. Grizzlies aren't trouble. They're going to six. All right. If you do bet on the Grizzlies to win, however, on DraftKings right now, that is at a plus thirteen hundred. That means you put a hundred dollars down. That's one thousand three hundred dollars if they if they have to win the, the championship. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> that's just 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 some, just throwing it out there all right so uh let's go ahead and uh all right all right chris and and until you brace yourselves for this next subject yes the nets beat the Cavs 115 to 108 <laughs> yeah yes heading to the playoffs yes as they did beat the Cavs, and like i said 115 to 108 Kyrie Irving with 34 points and 12 assists with durant 25 points 
11 assists. And yes, they will be playing the Celtics in the first round, which is definitely, I think, a very big, obviously a big series there. Um, and Nick, just go ahead and just spew how you think. What will what will the Nets have to do to obviously beat the Celtics? The Celtics, I think, have been on a roll all Oh, season. that's the outscore them. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what the Nets got to do. They're going to have to outscore the Celtics. This matchup is going to be tough. I really wish they had Milwaukee. Wait, what? Yeah. Why would you? Because we were going to cook them. Y'all, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. We were going to cook them. Wow. I'm not saying it was going to be a short series. <laughs> we were going to cook them. They had it oh coming. Katie God. had it. You're straight up disrespecting the defending champion. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Hey, hey, hey these are all opinions, right? Yes, it is all opinions. Hey, we ain't getting paid yet, but these are our opinions. <laughs> now. Now, like I said, now the Celtics, like I said, that's a great matchup for the Celtics because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, the Celtics has figured it out. Give them the ball, let them shoot. Everybody else do all the extra shit. (laughs) (laughs) Marcus, you know your damn job. Robert Williams before he got hurt, you know your damn job. Derek White, keep the headband on because we know that hairline gone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not nice. That's not nice. Okay, back to what I was saying. We're going to have to outscore them, okay? And mm-hmm. I think Seth Curry is going to be our X Factor. Mm-hmm. Not, not Andre Jones, but Seth Curry. He's going to have to carry the third wheel yeah. on that scoring load. Mm-hmm. Was, mm-hmm. It was a no-show in that Cavs game. Nah, we didn't need him. <laughs> we didn't need him. <laughs> it, 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 it was a no-show. It was a no-show. Jared Allen on the bench, can't dress. <laughs> I know he got money. That ain't his thing, but you still can't dress. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and Darius Garland, he cook, Kyrie cook that man mm. easily. He he finally just he said, oh oh oh, he had a little mercy. I missed this shot right here, and, you know, and going about their business. I'm not, cons- I wasn't concerned about them beating Cleveland, and mm. Celtics is going to go to. I'm, I'm hoping they get out in six because <laughs> <laughs> the go to game seven is going to be a trouble. So if you if your boys. Happy to beat the Celtics in the first round. How far are you guys gonna, gonna go ahead and win that big title after that? Bombers, bombers championship. <laughs> Sick of talking about it. All right, we're going to the ship. Oh, we're yeah. going to the ship. Yeah, Where when you, you buy tickets, <laughs> when you purchase them tickets from StubHub, you're right. <laughs> who, who, we get, who we gotta go past? We go past the Celtics, then we got up next Milwaukee. Yeah, because I think they'll beat the Bulls. I mean, no oh, question. Well, we, yeah, no oh, problem. yeah. Yeah, no question. The Bulls is what they want. That's why they Two. sat everybody down. <laughs> oh, Two, man. Too many injuries. Yep. And so you yeah. go ahead. Uh, what are your thoughts about that uh, series against the Celtics? Uh, yeah, I don't know which way it's going to go. Um, honestly, I enjoy watching Kyrie and KD a lot more. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the NBA probably wants that as well. Um, I mean, yeah, it's honestly, like Nick said, I think the, the formula for them winning is going to be the outscore at Boston. Um, Boston has some elite offensive weapons, so I'm not sure how that's going to go, but, um, because I just feel like Boston is deeper, more well-rounded. Uh, honestly, the Nets, they only have mm, maybe three, four people that show up on any given night. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if, if, Kyrie de- if Kyrie decided to have one of his, you know, episodes and just not show up for whatever reason, you know, like he might just might not feel like playing basketball that day. 
<laughs> and, and that's, I mean, that's me throwing shade at Kyrie, but I also respect Kyrie as a player because I think Kyrie's one of the illest to do it. But it's just, you know, I don't know how dependable he is as a player. So that being said, um, I will say I'm probably going to take, I'm going to take this, I'm going to take the Celtics in six. Okay. I will will, uh, uh, put a contingency on that. If Ben Simmons comes back on game five or whenever, if he comes back in this season and makes a meaningful impact, uh, I think Brooklyn's outlook is way different. I think Brooklyn can win if Ben Simmons come he if he comes back, it comes back in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. None of this, oh, you know, uh, I'll come back next round or oh hey, you know, I I don't feel, you know, mentally I'm not there. Like if he isn't committed, like if he doesn't come back and isn't committed, then I don't think that they'll have a real shot at winning anything. But if he comes back, why why not? Like you literally have KD Kyrie who are automatic buckets. Curry, who can shoot. Ben Simmons is a, a, a top three defender when he's out there. Ben Simmons can lock down anybody, any position. Um, and that's what they're missing, or a part of what they're missing. I, they're missing depth in general, but you add Ben Simmons to what they already have, mm-hmm. I think the Nets could be really scared. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, your thoughts on the Nets? Uh, at his, oh, thoughts on this series. Do you think the Nets will beat the Celtics in this series? Uh- yeah, I actually do. I think the Nets will win this seven. And Nick is right. Got to outscore him. Um, I do disagree with Antonio. I don't think Ben Simmons makes a meaningful impact at all this season. I think, you know, and maybe he's not as hurt as, as they're saying he is either. Maybe he's learning the playbook. Maybe he's learning what his role is going to be and it's taking a lot of time. Because, you know, he's not he's not like a plug-and-play player. Like, you don't just kind of throw him on court because he already had the you know, issues in Philly and trying to figure out, you know, how to play basketball there. And, uh, and, and in Brooklyn, you've got two ball-dominant guys. You know, Kyrie and Katie are going to have the ball in their hands. Ben Simmons' best skill is having the ball in his hands, right, and making plays. So how do you make all of that work and just throw him out there when the playoffs begin? So I, I don't know that, you know, this is – an injury thing for him, it's more of like figuring out what his role is going to be. It's easy for us to say, hey, just throw Ben Simmons out there and just guard one through five, right? Like he mm-hmm. he could do that with his hands behind his back. You're saying, but understanding what his role is going to be on the other side of the ball is probably what they're trying to figure out right now. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, I think Brooklyn, Brooklyn beats Boston in six um, because I just think that you know, Tatum's elite. Jalen Brown is close to elite. I don't think he's an elite player yet. He's a very good basketball player. Uh, Marcus Smart is their heartbeat, like Boston's heartbeat. He's he's what, you know, Draymond is to the Golden State Warriors, right? He's what Pat Bev is to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, but I, I just think Boston still plays too much ISO basketball, uh, even though Brooklyn also plays ISO basketball. You know what I'm saying? But when you're playing ISO basketball, <laughs> you know, when Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie Irving, that's that's a whole different level of ISO basketball. Um, but once Brooklyn gets past this series, man, y'all, I, I'm, I ain't going to sit here and let y'all just disrespect the Milwaukee Bucks like that. No, <laughs> 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 the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. 
the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. Y'all been disrespecting the Bucks all season long, man. Like this dude, yo, Giannis is probably the best player in the league. Yes, and this dude is this dude going for a back-to-back title. I, I we'll we'll talk about that later. But stop disrespecting the Milwaukee Bucks, the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> uh, I want to pick the Celtics so bad. Go ahead and pick them. That's, I, I like. want, that's who I want. We gonna put old Zaza Pachulia, old reliable Zaza Pachulia. <laughs> 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 oh man! I, I want that. I want to pick them so bad because they've been playing so well. That Robert Williams injury, though. Was pretty was definitely huge. definitely was a huge. Oh, it was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was huge. No, no, wait, listen. No, we we need a Brooklyn Milwaukee second round series. We do. That's like we, yeah, do. we do need that. We do need yeah. that. Yes. It would have been the first round if they ain't sat their players down. How about this? How about Brooklyn stop playing with the regular season and win some games? They talk about hey, wait a minute now. We had our issues, but here we are. We didn't have it. So it matters. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I wasn't even that impressed with Brooklyn beating Cleveland. Like, I was impressed with the first half. After that, I was like, this is the same team we saw all season. Man, if that was a better basketball team on the court, they would have lost the game. <laughs> we was up by 55. What a matter. Right, we knew they weren't going to come back. We were like, oh, here they come. They go ahead and just put a couple more points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're gonna move and fight it out. <laughs> we're gonna move right along. Um, obviously, injuries that are pretty impactful in this playoffs is definitely Stephen Curry. He says he's optimistic that he'll be back for game one against the Nuggets on Saturday, obviously, with a foot injury. Luka Doncic, strain calf, those are tricky, and we already know without Luka Doncic, I don't think the, the we, there's no way the Mavs are gonna. Move on from this series, in my opinion. But uh, Stephen Curry, I think they'll be on track, and I think the Warriors will be fine, and they'll beat the Nuggets by five or six games. I think it won't be that long of a series, to be honest. Um, but far as the Mavs and Jazz are concerned, without Luca, yeah, no, they're not going to beat him without Luca. And the Jazz, I might pick the Jazz to win it anyway. <laughs> they win that series anyway. I might. I might. I don't trust the Jazz. I don't trust. Oh, the Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ain't gonna yeah, do it. Ain't gonna yeah, do it. No, man. Not, not in the first round. Let's hear it. Ain't, ain't no, no age. Ain't trusting the jazz not one bit. Nah, <laughs> no, I trust. I trust this theory. I trust this theory. Oh wait, hold on. Go ahead. I wait. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, like Donovan Mitchell is a phenomenal player, but I just feel like they're not consistent, and we've seen this many, many times. Like in the regular season, they can win the regular season. Top two regular season. When it comes to the playoffs, they'll have maybe one good round, and then they just flame out. It never fails. Mike Conley will go MIA, get hurt, whatever. Like he's he's honestly like a, I mean I hate to make the comparison, but a lesser Chris Paul as far as what happens. Like he, in the most pivotal moments, he's gonna get hurt, guaranteed. He's gonna get hurt, or he won't be available, or a no show, or something. Um, I mean, those just think about those Memphis teams back in the day. Like Mike Conley was, he was elite player, can do everything, elite defensively, great playmaker. Um, but yeah, I, I I definitely don't. I don't trust the Jazz. Um, they lost, then they lose a shooter. They lost a shooter um, during the season. So yeah, I I like Jordan Clarkson. Um, I like a lot of the pieces. Um, but yeah, I, I I just don't trust the Jazz. 
right. so as far as the Mavs, Jazz, I mean, yeah, whatever. Like with, without Luca, the Mavs just <laughs> they're built around Luca. So I mean, <laughs> they're not. Yeah, they don't stand a chance without Luca. But yeah. Uh, as far as the, we're going to talk about the Steph Curry impact. Um, as I said before, I had, I had the Warriors preseason. I, I think they, they still could. If Draymond is back and fully in it, if Steph comes back 75, 80%, Clay can be Clay. Like Clay is not going to be 100%. I don't know if we're ever going to see that Clay again, to be honest with you. Um, but with Jordan Poole and Kaminga and Gary Payton, like all these guys, they have so many plug-and-play pieces. They figured it out. Kerr's got them rocking and rolling. Um, as long as Draymond is back, as long as Draymond is there, anything can happen. I mean, Kurt, uh, Curry can't miss substantial time. Like, he can't miss three four games. I, I thought I saw he was on track to play game one. But if he misses a game, okay. Misses two games, fine. Um, but if Draymond and Curry are there, the Warriors, literally, they could beat anyone in the league, I think. Um, they just have every they have everything covered. And Draymond is he's so elite um from an IQ perspective, as far as like just obviously putting the battery in his team's back, um, making sure everyone's in the in the right place, both offensively and defensively. That's that's where people like they look at the box score. Draymond might have two points or no points, but that doesn't tell the story. <laughs> that really does not tell the story when it comes to Draymond. It means so much to that team. I, that was Joe Inglis who was who tore his ACL, but then he was traded to the Blazers. If I remember, yeah, yes. he did, yeah, send him on. Yeah, 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 after he was traded. Um, all right, Chris, um, same question for you about Stephen Curry with this, but because we we it looks like he will definitely be back for uh Saturday's game against the Nuggets, and obviously Luka Doncic, yeah. he's like expected to miss game one, but we just don't know exactly when Luka will be back in this series at all, if he, or if he will even show up at all during this with yeah. the spring cap. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna start with Luca because this one is the easiest one for me. It's like no Luca, no nothing. Like they're not winning a game in that series because as Antonio said, they are totally built around Luca Doncic. And I think I, I'm gonna just go out on a limb here and say that I don't think Luca will play in this first round series because the calf strain. Remember, a couple years ago there was a guy named Kevin Durant who had a yeah. calf strain. And he came mm. back and he played in the finals when he wasn't supposed to. And I'll never forget Jalen Rose. Came on TV and he was like, I saw the Kevin Durant workout. It is good. He shouldn't play. And everybody was like kind of slamming Jalen Rose. He goes out in the finals, tears his Achilles, you know, pops his Achilles. And so these calf strains, as you said, are tricky, tricky injuries. And I think they have that Kevin Durant injury to look at and say, you know, I don't I don't know if it's worth risking Luca's future to try and win the playoff series, you know, this year. You just give it another year. But, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with that. As far as Steph, uh, you know, again, I, I was high on the Warriors as well. I still am. I really, truly believe even without Steph, the Warriors can beat the Nuggets over a seven-game series because of Jordan Poole. I think Jordan Poole is so good now offensively that he's mm-hmm. – okay, so don't get this twisted. He is not Steph Curry. There's never there, – no one is Steph Curry, right? Yeah. You're saying, but Jordan Poole's – ability to get buckets, his ability to move, his ability to make plays keeps Golden State good enough. And if you look at the last two or three weeks of the season of Klay Thompson, yeah, we're not going to see 37 points in a quarter, Klay, or 60 points in 11 dribbles, Klay. But Klay, the last, I, I think the last 10 games of the season, didn't he average 30 a game? 
And then he ended the season with three straight games where he scored 30 or more for the first time in his career. It's never happened. He was getting buckets. And I was like, you know, this is – and you could tell in his shot, like his shot, his confidence is back, his time is back. Um, and I think when they were talking to him, he just talked about how he's a little bit slow defensively right now. And, you know, that's – that's you know, it's going to take some time for him to get back to that level. Uh, will he get back to that level? We don't know. You know, but Clay Thompson, even with the – you know, 60% Clay Thompson, if he's getting you 35 points and he's hitting seven threes, he's breaking down your defense. And as you said, Draymond Green is the battery. As long as Draymond Green is out on the floor, Golden State is in a basketball game. If you've got, you know, Poole and, and Clay Thompson out there, I'd be very cautious with Curry. In fact, if I were Golden State Brass, I'd probably sit Curry game one, see how game one shakes out. You know, lose game one, you bring him back. Game two, he's a little bit more ready to play. Because, I mean, the Nuggets aren't playing with that dude. They're without Michael Porter Jr. and without Jamal Murray. You know saying? So you got Joker and a bunch of role players who are capable role players, but they're not going to beat Golden State. Like, even if Golden State is only 60 or 70% of itself, period. You know, they're going to take Joker away in the playoffs. Again, the playoffs are about taking away your number one and your number two strength. Once Golden State starts doubling hard on Joker, who's going to beat them? Who's going to beat the Warriors from Nuggets? Mm-hmm. Mm. Seriously, you're going to throw it out to Bones, Highland? You're going to throw you're, it out Yeah, to you're Bones. relying on Bones. <laughs> <laughs> you're relying on Aaron Gordon. You know, like you're relying on guys like that who, who've never been in those big moments, man. So like, <laughs> who? <laughs> Nick talk about Jeff Green and his hair. That's what he's talking about. Oh my God. <laughs> That's not nice. You said that. Well, okay. Sorry. Go ahead, Chris. He got a whole bird nest. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, Nick, what, about you, what are your thoughts on Stephen Curry and Luka? Uh, I'm not concerned about the Steph Curry thing. They're going to blow right past uh, the Denver Nuggets. It's the same, it's the Luka effect. Right now they out Jokic is all they got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nikolai is all they got. So that's a that's a five that's a five game series if they lose game one because like he said Steph Curry sits. Mm-hmm. But I, that's a wrap, and the yeah. Mavs are a wrap too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was gonna leave it there. If, yeah, Luca, he's not coming back. I, me personally, he's not coming back. It ain't worth the risk. He's the guy, mm-hmm. the franchise player. Mm-hmm. So Utah's gonna get a. a Milwaukee series, <laughs> skate on by. Yep. All right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. I'm a disrespectful <laughs> man. Why? Why did you stop me when I said the Jazz? I thought the Jazz would beat the Mavs. Was it something? No, nah, because I'm like, why are we even asking this question? <laughs> okay. Okay. We I'm know what's going to sure. happen. Don't we, disrespect. Okay. Unless, All right. Unless <laughs> Donovan and Rudy get hurt at the same time. Okay. You know. I just want to make sure. I was wondering. I was just wondering. <laughs> All right, now let's go back to who will be the eight seeds here. Who wants to more? Obviously, the Hawks will be at Cleveland to, um, at 7.30 p.m. Friday, and the Pelicans will be at the Clippers at 10 p.m. on TNT. Um, obviously, the Hawks destroying the Hornets was definitely no surprise there. Um, yeah, well, that's that's no surprise. Um, and the Pelicans, as far as the, Pelicans, the Clippers are concerned, Paul George, I thought, played well against the T-Wolves, but the biggest story out of that game is not the Pelicans moving on, it's Zion Williamson and is uh, practicing his little 360 dunk. And <laughs> either heartbroken <laughs> about it. <laughs> Pissed off. I, I, when I look at it on TV today, I'm just like, whatever, he's just dunking. But we know he's not going to play. 
But I don't think nah. you get that emotionally attached. You need Zion just to nah. come home, right? <laughs> you know you want to come to the garden. <laughs> Make it happen. Oh, Force your way there. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I think he was just trying to save face. Because yeah. people were frowning at him not ever being in the arena or even being in New Orleans. They said yeah. he was in, like, Oregon or, like, somewhere else. So yeah. he just wanted to go to save, save face for, like, the future for when he does ask for that trade. Someone mm-hmm. He'll have some suitors. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Chris, you want to say anything about Zion before I uh, ask who will be who will win these games on uh, Friday? Man, just just trade them already. Damn, man. Like, <laughs> shit frustrating, dude. No, for real, it's yeah. super frustrating. I'm like, man, what the fuck, man? Like, dude, get on the basketball court, play basketball, and, or just go ahead and demand your trade now. Like, gee. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, he, he on that James Harden regiment. Put on this right. extra weight. Right, <laughs> and just do everything or do as little as possible. <laughs> so, who will be the, all right? Nick, I'll ask you first. Who will be the eight seeds coming uh, after uh, after Friday night? Who will be? Who will be? Um, well, the Clippers are going to beat the Pelicans. They're going yeah. to be the eight seeds. Yeah. Tyloo, man, yeah. that dude is one hell of a coach. <laughs> what he's done with that team, my Paul George just not coming back. But before he got back. Mm-hmm. I mean, his two top stars are missing, mm-hmm. and this man is still in playoff contention. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's a scratch. Now the Hawks and the Cavs, Cavs should win this. Mm. Should. Mm. But will the bright light scare them off? What? Ice cold. Mm. Trey Young get hot. He'll mm. shoot you out of a game too, though. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Cleveland. I mean, I I'm gonna have to go with Cleveland, man. All right, Antonio, yeah, you're ready. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, I, I was thinking I have the Cavs too, man. Um, I think the Cavs, I don't know. I, I feel like they have, they both have depth, I, I feel like. Um, and Trey Young, literally, he could just uh, ignite and go for 40, 45, 50. And then that's it. Like, Garland mm-hmm. can score, but for real, I don't know if Cleveland has enough offensively, but defensively, obviously. I know Jerry Allen is talking about coming back. Mobley is a rising star. Um, so it, it honestly could go either way. I think Dre, Trey, Trey Young is the X factor. I know you usually don't think about stars as the X factors, but yeah. if Trey Young has a just insane game, uh, it could go for the Hawks. Otherwise, I, I would probably want to say the Cavs for that one. Um, as far as Pelicans Clippers, Similar situation, um, CJ, man. CJ's been going crazy, uh, I yes. would say, off and on all season. Uh, mm-hmm. I know he's been hurt a bit, but when he's there, that mid-range three-point, just so smooth. He can shoot from anywhere, do anything uh, offensively at least. Um, I know he's a liability on defense, but, yeah, CJ, is he's really, really been going crazy this year. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, uh, Clippers just, I mean, as, as Nick said, uh, Ty Lue and the roster, man, they just been really, really going crazy um, offensively and defensively. When Reggie Jackson, who Reggie is probably either the fourth or fifth best player on that roster. Like, if you think about it, you got Kawhi PG. I would say Norman Powell is better than uh, Reggie Jackson. And there might be somebody else, too. So you just think about it. Like, I think Robert they're Cousins. overachieving. Oh, yeah, Covington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Covington, too. Yeah. Um, so, defensively, they're elite. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I'm going to say the Clippers, man. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I'll say I'll definitely say the Clippers in this one. And then in the first one, like I said, I'm going to lean Cavs, but it could go either way. Yeah. 
All right, Chris, your thoughts on who you think was going to win these games? Yeah, Clippers uh, will beat Pelicans. I think that experience thing uh, matters. Ty Lu being your coach matters. Um, mm. And, you know, they they have, you know, honestly the best player on the floor, Paul George. You know, and so they take that series. Um, the Hawks beat the Cavs as well. Same thing. Experience really does matter. And let's not forget, I mean, Trey Young was a quarter away from going to the finals last year, the Hawks. Yeah, I mean, they they almost played in the finals last year. He's used to playing under the bright lights and under the pressure. What Cleveland Cavalier player has had this kind of pressure on them to win a game to get into the playoffs? I think that really does matter. And I think <laughs> Kevin, because Kevin Love. Don't, don't forget oh, okay. Kevin Love. Yeah, you know, I, I did forget Kevin Love. You're right. You know what I'm saying? But you know, what kind of factor will he play in a game like this? Like, Kevin Love's going to see 15 minutes, right? You know, and so I, I think because Trey has done it, uh, Trey, as you said, is the X factor in this game. Um, and, and I don't think that Cleveland has enough um, defensively. To, I mean, they, they have some good defensive players, but I don't know that they, you know, can, can really – Stop Trey Young. I think Trey Young is gonna go for forty or fifty this game. Now it's it's a win and all. You know what I'm saying? Win take all game. You know you got to get into the playoffs or whatever. I don't think Trey's gonna lose this game, man. Mm-hmm. I don't well, think he's gonna let him lose this game. Wait, and John John Collins is out for the season though, right? As well. He's he's out for this game though. That's for sure. I want my check. That's what oh, he said. That's at least. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Okay, I didn't he's know. For, yeah, he's out. He won't be back likely for this one. But I, I'm just going to go Hawks um, for this one as well, just because of the fact I think Trey Young will be the uh, – I don't want to say X-Factor since, like Antonio said, he's, a, he's the all-star. But I think yeah. Trey Young is definitely going to make sure these guys do not, absolutely do not miss the postseason. Andrew Wiggins all-star. quiet. He got all the career back in the month. <laughs> I mean, Nick been hating on you know Andrew Wiggins and Kyle Lowry. Oh, I don't hate on no. Andrew. Oh, oh. now Kyle Lowry oh, no, hate on Andrew. Right. What are you talking about, dude? Uh, go back to a podcast from like a year ago. You know, two years ago when he was hating on how much money Andrew Wiggins was making. <laughs> no, 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 no. I never hate on nobody getting their money. All I'm saying is you got to do more than what you was doing. All right, you supposed to be the guy. And you get paid like the guy, and you can't get to the playoffs. Oh, man, without Jimmy Butler harassing you. <laughs> well, that's all water under the bridge. Water under the bridge, baby. Listen, man, that, that, that culture that, that culture in Minnesota was just all screwed up at that point in time, man. So you know they've gotten better since then. But respect Andrew Wiggins. He Andrew Wiggins the also. Respect him. You keep throwing. What you keep I, now. You said Kyle. You have every right. Cause I me yeah. That guy. That that man the champion. This dude was hate Kyle. I mean, what does he hate Kyle? <laughs> Kyle like what did what did Kyle like to do to you? He like you got, hate this dude. The He's a coattail. He grabbed on and held on tight like this. Don't leave me, Kawhi. Don't leave me. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, it's like that man stole your girl or something, you know? <laughs> you, you, you asked him about the problem. She was like, nah, I'm going with Kyle. I'm going, I'm going. Look, she, she was like, I'm going to prom with Kyle Lowry. And this dude 
Can't let it go. Outstanding citizen. One of the best in the league. Oh. On the court? Yeah, I got a problem with him. Oh, oh, <laughs> and God. He, he got a problem. Oh, Off the court, man. I see him. Hey, what's up, Kyle? Nice to meet you. But he get on that court. Yeah. If I'm that day in the audience, oh, I'm letting his ass have it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Move on to the next topic. Let's move on. Oh my God! Well, actually, the next topic is actually about the one seeds. Yeah, let's go and get I'm to sorry. it. Yeah, let's <laughs> get I think to we it. said enough. Let's go get to <laughs> it. We went right, right into it. All let's, right. Well, let's start. So let's talk about the Suns first, because the Suns. Yeah, you know, let's cool off Kyle Lowry for a second, <laughs> and let's talk about the Suns. Of course, uh, this is year two of CP3, and obviously they were just they were in the NBA Finals last year. Will they finish the job this year and get this NBA title? Ooh. This post this season, and going, to, wait, hold on. Oh, wait, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. They're going to the finals if long as long as Chris Paul healthy. They're going to the finals. That's why they're not going to the finals. Maybe, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, doubt, I doubt he's there in the at the end of the playoffs. So. So. It, it's Ooh. gonna be a hamstring or a groin. You know what I'm Because that's Ooh. what it is every year. Last year he just happened to get away. It was it was the shoulder or the the, the elbow, whatever it was, and it got him there. But no. I, Go ahead, Nick. Going to the finals. Mm-hmm. Lost the hurt. They're gonna now. Now the Clippers is gonna be a problem for them. Now I don't think they're gonna yep. lose, lose to us. Yep. But they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna make them boys work. They. They ain't no easy out. No. That first round. I don't care if they win five, six. I don't care if they win it in five. They're gonna be the tightest five you ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna go through something. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Tyloo, like I said, he got the boys coach right. Man, just imagine if Kawhi came back. <laughs> oh who? man, who? <laughs> I'll leave that now. That's a cat I don't trust anymore. Now mm. we want to talk about the Heat. Yeah, that's an easy. That's an easy cook. Whoever they get, Cleveland, mm. <laughs> Atlanta, they they whooping them. Well, let's yeah. let's talk about the Heat. Far as like how far they go, far as the uh, playoffs, though. Far as I was trying to mention, but far as the Heat, I know. When we talk about favorites, people mention the Nets. People can men- mention the Bucks. But I don't hear about the Heat enough. Do you think the Heat are capable? Uh, not capable. What about the Heat? What do you think of their chances of going to the uh, final? They're a well coached team as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Do I think they're gonna get to the finals? Uh, I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. What's gonna put them? In, what's gonna? Uh, who's standing in their way? The Nets. <laughs> the Bucks. Mm. If the Bucks happen to be my Nets, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see them getting there. Oh. I, all due respect, they got the talent in the team. They got, a, you know, I just don't see it. We're going to disrespect Tyler Hero. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I just don't see it. I don't see it. All right. And uh, Antonio, same question for you about the Suns and the Nets. Uh, I'll start with the Heat, but. I don't know. I feel like you're relying on Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and like you're just relying on them to win you games as far mm-hmm. as like putting like if you go up against a team that can score, mm-hmm. aka the Nets, aka uh, uh Boston can score, um Milwaukee can score. Like if you put them up against those teams, like are you gonna be able to keep up with those teams offensively? Yeah, they're good. Um, from a defensive perspective, but I don't trust them offensively. Um, I don't know that they have the – I know star power isn't end-all, be-all, specifically in the playoffs. Like, like I know it's the others that that eventually will get you over the hump. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't think they have quite enough. 
Um, mm. I do like them as a team, but I don't think they have enough to, to win it all. Um, so maybe I definitely beat the first round. I think they could lose to their second round opponent, whoever mm. that is. Mm. Um, and then as far as the Suns, it's funny because I'm here in Arizona, um, but I don't <laughs> – I don't mess with the Suns, man. I don't you know what I mean? for, for, no, for a number of reasons. Like I, don't, I didn't like the chatter that was going on between Suns Lakers this year. Obviously, I didn't like that same from last year. Like those carryover effect from last year, them beating us last year. Um, so that was one thing. Second, oh, oh boy, I think Antonio was frozen. Technical difficult. Technical is for Antonio. He'll get back with us. Chris, your thoughts on the um, when he gets back. Oh. Oh, I'm here. Sorry. Okay, hold on. Hold on, Chris. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Um, so, yeah, as far as Chris Paul, I don't trust his durability. Um, and I, I, I think that's key. Like, Chris Paul is honestly – people were talking about why Devin Booker wasn't uh, more so considered to be an MVP. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's the most valuable player of that team. How are you going to be an MVP if you're not the most valuable player of your team? So with that being said, yeah, I mean, yeah, if Chris Paul is there, they'll probably get to the finals. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like someone will knock them off. I, I'm I'm out on the Suns, man. Um, I think the Clippers are right on, kind of like you said, Nick. Um, I have Suns fans in my phone right now and say, I don't want to play the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> because they, so, met the, they met them in the West yeah. Finals last year. Uh, yeah. I recall. Yes, they did. And you know, Kawhi Leonard was sitting there in the skybox. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He'll be there again this time. <laughs> Chris, what are your thoughts on both, both these teams? Yeah, so let, I'm going to start with Miami. Look at the Heat. Um, you, you've got players. you got names on the court. But in a pinch, who on Miami Heat, and I know y'all are probably going to say Jimmy Butler, but who do you give mm-hmm. the ball to and say, go get me a bucket? You know, is that guy still Jimmy Butler? Because I don't know that Jimmy Butler is a guy that can just go get you a bucket, go take over a game at this point in his career. He slowed down a little bit. Uh, it's not Bam Adebayo. Those shooters, I know those shooters are coming off screens. You get Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. You got Kyle Lowry out there. Uh, but I don't know who you give the ball to and say, go get me a bucket. Maybe it is Kyle Lowry. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's still Jimmy Butler. But I don't, I don't know that they have enough offensively to beat uh, a Milwaukee, you know, or or even a Brooklyn, as you were just mentioning. So uh, I, I think Miami maybe loses in the conference finals uh, to the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the Milwaukee Bucks are going back to the finals. Um, out west with Phoenix again, there's the issue with Chris Paul's durability. Phoenix had this run last year that was amazing. I thought they were going to win the title last year when they took the first two games of finals. I was like, man, they, they about to win a ring. Um, but there's still, you know, beyond Chris Paul's durability, I like Monty Williams as a coach. I think he's a great coach. I think they have their, the way that they constructed their roster is just phenomenal. I mean, you young guys, you got long guys, you got guys who can defend, you got guys who can score. But I think that Phoenix still has a weakness. And it's when you start, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, when you start taking away what a team does best, which means when Devin Booker is, is you know, isoing, you know, he's doing his isolation, you start doubling him. You already saw what happened in the little game. He hated that, right? You know, mm-hmm. and if you watch the Phoenix Suns this season, 
when teams started doubling Devin Booker, they were making mistakes on the floor. So I think the game plan for me, if I'm a team, I'm doubling Devin Booker and making uh, Bridges beat me, making Jay Crowder hit threes, making Chris Paul go one-on-one. You understand? Because we already questioned his durability. Can Chris Paul give you 20, 25 points a game over the course of a series? We don't know. DeAndre Ayton, he's gotten better as a player, but he's still robotic as a center. Like, he doesn't really have – like, I, I know that he's a guy that can take over a ball game. Like, you dumping, if you're dumping it down to him and saying, go get me offense, you know, that plays into, you know, a lot of teams' hands. And so when the Phoenix Suns get to the Western Conference Finals – and they play the Golden State Warriors, and the Warriors have a guy out there like Draymond Green and, and all those battle-tested cats. Man, they're not going to beat that squad this year. Because, again, you double book. You make other guys beat you. I don't think the other guys for Phoenix can beat you know, an elite basketball team with elite you know, uh, basketball IQ guys out there playing. So it's just, you know, I, I, don't, I don't see either one of those top seeds getting to the final. Mm. All right. I did call lightning in the bottle last year. You know, let's be real. You know, they 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 got away with some stuff last year that you know this year team's gonna be ready for that. You know, I mean, Book is legit. You know, don't don't get it twisted. He's a star. You know, but there's just certain things that you can do to him to frustrate him to take him out of a ball game, and you know, teams will employ that in the playoffs. Uh, you'll see the Clippers do. The Clippers gonna start doubling and gonna make. Well, that's if the Clippers get in, and they gotta beat. The Pelicans, of course. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I double book, make other guys win. Mm. Man, oh, man. Um, as far as the Suns for me, I definitely think I like them in the finals. Uh, unless, you know, the Warriors, uh, ball the, that, yeah, I'm going to just say ball the ass off. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I definitely think the Suns will be in the finals as long as CP3 is healthy. Uh, I definitely like uh, how they've played throughout this regular season. I think it will continue. Uh, yeah, as for the Heat, that's going to be tough. Um, I like their squad. I think they definitely should be respected. I think everyone in 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 this in this podcast respects them. But uh, as far as like beating Milwaukee or even a Brooklyn, I definitely will have to say yes. I have to give the I have to pass and say that they're not going to the finals either. Um, that's just my think, hold on, hold on, Ron. Okay, I, I, think I really think y'all are disrespecting Clay Thompson. Yes, I think you know, y'all's uh, y'all's hesitation. <laughs> I'm not, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I really, you know, what I'm saying? like I, I really think y'all are not thinking about. I mean, this dude's got a massive chip on his shoulder. He does. And he does. Antonio mentioned, you know, the other guys, the plug and play guys, like uh, you know, GP two and and Kaminga and those guys. Like, why are we like undervaluing what those guys are going to bring to the table in the playoff series? I mean, these are young, hungry cats. And Clay Thompson hadn't played basketball in two and a half years. Like, this dude is ready to get back to this level. Draymond Green, ready to get back to this level. Steph Curry, ready to get back to this level. And then not to mention Steve Kerr, like, figuring out how to make all of this work. Then you got Jordan. I mean, there's so much to like about what the Golden State Warriors roster brings. And I just think that they are going to – Phoenix, I don't know that Phoenix can match that. Like, the, the Warriors are so battle-tested. Like I know the Suns just got that. They they went in finals last year. That's good. It's great. Everything like that. But you you know, apples to apples comparison. You put Phoenix here, you put go to state here, man. I'm taking the go to state warrior ten times out of ten. Hmm. Who'd you go for you, Nick? Move right along. Yeah. <laughs> Nick mentioned mumble that on his breath. But anyway, yes, man. I've done like Clay Thompson, I'm definitely not gonna sleep on him. I mean, yeah, he definitely 
I think he's going to definitely step up in this postseason for sure. Um, <laughs> let me move on to – yeah, because I know, Chris, uh, I, we have mentioned the – Let's go. Get, get, let's go because this is going to be a short conversation. Let's go. Well, we're just going to talk about – we're not necessarily going to talk about these series. We're just talk about the Bucks impact. Bucks and four. Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bucks and four, bucks and five. If if something crazy happens, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Wallace, yeah, bucks and four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me talk about the bucks. Uh, what do you think of the chances of the bucks repeating uh, as the NBA champs this season? I know I'm taking this. They are going back to the finals. <laughs> huh. Like for real, it's going to be the bucks and the Warriors in the NBA finals. For everything you've mentioned already, Chris. Yes. <laughs> All right, Antonio, your thoughts on the uh on the Bucks uh chance of going back to uh, go to repeat as champs and go back to the Bucks this year. Uh they could. They could. Um I would honestly probably go with Brooklyn this year. If if they match up again, I'm gonna take Brooklyn just because last year they went out how they went out. Like think about Katie. Katie was absolutely going off, and it was it came down to like him being on the line. That's yeah. why they didn't win. And he, he has Kyrie this year. Yeah, like Kyrie wasn't available last year. So yeah, I. <laughs> so rap. Thanks for thanks for gassing Nick up, Antonio. So rap. They go and so Brooklyn. Let's get to Milwaukee. I'm flying to Brooklyn. <laughs> you got look at the three best players. Look at the three best players. Two of them, in my opinion, are on uh, Brooklyn. It, when it comes down to Brooklyn versus uh, Milwaukee, mm. Brooklyn can't guard anything. They don't matter. They, they don't need, <laughs> they need to. to. When they can just go off. They just go for. They go for uh, forty each, fifty yeah. each. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number move. <laughs> now the pressure is on now for a certain NBA player, Mr. James Harden. In my opinion, pressure is on now, but this is a big series here to, to me. This is going to be a tough series for Philly. Sixers and Raptors, it will start in Philly. And yeah, <laughs> no, you go in there. I don't care. Go ahead and dance. Oh, I don't mind. Um, <laughs> but yes, this to me, James Harden, it's time. Okay, it's time for you to step up. This is now your fourth team. Fourth team. Fourth team. I don't know. Who is Yeah, it? he's lost it. Who's this man? I know this man. Somebody that you used to know. Somebody that played with you know, this guy. But yes, yeah. But yes, this is a big series. I think you know. Good four. This is me being James. This is me being James Harden right now. John <laughs> <laughs> Rose said it best. His last have been tour dates. Yeah. <laughs> he said it yeah. right. I don't think he's ever going to get a ring, and I think it's because I mean his best shot was in Houston, and guess what happened? We just talked about it earlier. Uh, Chris Paul went out, and that was a wrap. Yeah. And <laughs> I think not only has Harden like behaved poorly on and off the court, I think he lost a step. Like you just look at his game; he doesn't he doesn't look explosive. Yeah, he, he doesn't he doesn't look explosive. He can't get to the cup. He can't. He's not shooting well anymore. Like he's yeah, he's like a shell of himself, in my opinion. Um, so with that being said, like. I think Embiid is out there on the island yet again. Like, yeah, I mean, at least Harden's out there, I guess, as like a decoy. Ben Simmons wasn't even out there, or Ben Simmons wasn't even contributing in a meaningful way in the, um, in the high leverage moments. 
But I mean, you can't look you can't look at James Harden in a high leverage moment and say, "Oh, James Harden is gonna take me home." Like you you can't look at James Harden and expect that. Mm. Um, so yeah, with that being said, I, I mean, I think the Sixers win this series, but they probably gonna lose, and whoever they play in the second round, they they could very well lose. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I guess I can I can speak to the Raptors. I mean, I think the Raptors are good. Um, they have a lot of wing play, like a lot of six, seven, eight, nine players. Um, Siakam and uh, my pick for rookie of the year. I think I think Scotty Barnes probably rookie of the year. Um, yeah. they have a they have a lot of good players, man. A lot of good like good average or slightly above average players. Uh, Van Bleed, like they have they have people that can get it done. Um, they put their hard hat on and go to work, but. As far as like actually making noise, um, like upsetting the Sixers and, and going far, I don't think anyone expects the Raptors to do that. Um, I think Ty, uh, Tybal isn't he out? Um, yeah, he won't, be, he, won't be, games? he won't be able to play in Toronto, no, because he's yeah. not vaccinated. So. Not, not I, yep. And I, I think those are the games that the Raptors gonna win. So if mm-hmm. if the Raptors mess around and still a game in Philly, who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I'm definitely picking the Sixers. Uh, probably in six. Probably mm-hmm. in six. All right, Chris, what you, your thoughts on this series? Man, I slept on Toronto this year until late in the season. I was like, wait a second, man. Like Antonio just said, they got a lot of long wings and guys who are really good players. Um, and I, I'm gonna go against the grain here. I think this, the Raptors is gonna upset Philly because I think that Philly is still trying to figure out this James James Harden thing. I think James Harden has has become a bit of Okay, so you can be no bigger distraction than what Ben Simmons did, right? Uh, But I think Harden and Philly has disrupted whatever chemistry they had because they're trying to figure out how he can play basketball and be effective having lost a step. I think that Philly assumed that they were getting James Harden, who was going to be the James Harden from Houston, and he's just not that, and he's never going to be that again. Like Something is fundamentally flawed with how he's playing basketball right now. And I just think that Toronto is going to take advantage of it. They're going to pick on him. Like he's, they're going to ask him to defend, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. during during that series, uh, which is something that we know that he loves to do. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah. I mean, in order for the, the Philly to win this series, I think Joe West is going to have to have like 40 and 15 multiple games, you know, just to keep Philly competitive. I, I really do think that Toronto, because no one has any expectations of them, because they got a lot of young – athletic, above average, really good players are just out there playing basketball. And that's the kind of, that's the scariest team to play to me. You know, because all the pressure is on the Sixers. The Raptors have zero pressure on them, like none. No expectations, no pressure, just go play basketball. So Toronto in six. Mm. I'm only picking the Raptors just because I just want some chaos in Philly once it's over. I want to see how their fans, <laughs> how their fans yeah. Uh, react when they when they see James Harden and 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 destroy Doc Rivers again. You know they're gonna try to do both. Uh, I bet you run into James Harden at like Burger King. Ah. <laughs> he'll be at a club. That's what he'll be. Yeah, he'll be at a, yeah. club. He will be at that baby. club. Yes, <laughs> yes. Meek Mill. Maybe he'll be in there with Meek Mill this time. Yeah, me yes. <laughs> Nick, get thoughts. Who you think is going to win this series? Uh, I think the Sixers will win in six. Um, mm. I think Joel is going to be enough to carry them into the next round. But, I'm, yeah, second round ain't going to look too pretty. So, right now we're watching James Harden go from a superstar to now 
an all star. Mm. And I don't know how long he's gonna hold that all star level caliber play <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. um, after this year. Um, it, you know, he, he he's 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 slumping pretty bad at the wrong time. Mm. <laughs> um, but he get, he got what he was looking for. Uh, he happy now, ain't he? You happy now, huh? You got was your he a, was he an all star this year? Yeah, he got voted in or whatever. Or I mean, like, he got the, what, I mean, KD was he truly an all star this year? Okay, we didn't need him. KD didn't need him on his team. You know that let you know that. That's yep. I think that was that a real spite though. I don't recall that. Okay, because <laughs> he was the last pick. I don't was, recall was, that being spite. What he got? What he was looking for? He was the last pick. Are he happy now? Him and Daryl. Daddy, <laughs> oh, he happy. <laughs> So look, I mean, James Harden needs to show the hell up. Mm-hmm. I'm on that Stephen A. right now. He needs to show the hell up. Yeah, <laughs> this is you. This is what you asked for. You got it. Mm-hmm. Now you got to be um, Nightwing, Robin, whoever, <laughs> <laughs> and step up and get this thing done for the Sixers. <laughs> All right, we got a few more topics. It's like at least three more, and we'll be through with this through with this episode but it's now time to make our picks who will win the nba title nick i'm gonna start with you who well god well i think i know who you're leaning towards but who's going <laughs> be the finals matchup this year and brooklyn and i don't give a damn who else <laughs> brooklyn you're not gonna pick a west team at all uh, who, what does it matter <laughs> uh, unless they get to the warriors then i might be a little shook <laughs> they get the Warriors, i'd be a little shook mm. hey, everybody else Okay. I ain't too concerned. All right. Yeah, we we shoot. We out shoot the Suns, huh? Mm-hmm. Who else? Um, we got Utah. <laughs> They're not gonna make it. No, not going. No, huh? I think it's gonna be either Suns Warriors and if and my dark horse is the Grizzlies. If uh, we get the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. we'll, 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 we'll beat the Grizzlies. We'll be. We'll, we'll, we'll cook them. Well, it's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a drawn out series, but we'll cook them. Yeah, that'll be drawn out series. You're right. We'll cook be, uh, when we'll I think about them. it, the person I worry about is the Warriors. You know, then I be concerned. I'm like, hey, wait a minute now, Ben. What the hell going on? <laughs> you got you, just, you good? I need you to show up because they shooting threes. Mm. Everybody, Paul, Steph, Clay, goddamn mm-hmm. Peyton, too. <laughs> I need you to get out there and do something. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio, next uh, for you, who's, who's gonna win every title? Uh, <laughs> let's see. I think we're gonna get Warriors and Bucks in the finals. Mm. And I'm gonna go Warriors. Uh, I'll stick with my preseason pick. It's, as long as, like I said, as long as uh, Draymond is there, and as long as Steph are there, and like at least about you know 80 percent, yeah, I think that'll be fine. I don't, I don't see them losing. Um, I don't, I don't think, Memf- I don't think Memphis will do it. I don't think Phoenix will do it. Um, so yeah, Warriors coming out the West for, sh- I would say for sure. Um, the East is a crapshoot, man. It depends, man. You said if Kyrie and and uh, KD decide to go nuclear, anything can happen, man. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, um, but from what I've seen and how bad they've struggled defensively, man, it probably uh, Milwaukee coming out the East. Um, I don't, I don't think Milwaukee is going to repeat. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go with the uh, the Warriors. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris. Well, I just gave y'all my pick a few minutes ago. I just told y'all Milwaukee is going to stay from going to the finals. <laughs> Um, and, and I, I've been, you know, telling you guys to stop disrespecting the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks, who I think are going to become the back-to-back champion this year. Um, I, I just, you know, and again, I, this is, 
I hate betting against the Warriors because I think once the Warriors get into that spot, healthy man, like it's they've got so much depth and so much stuff uh, that it's hard to defend. Nick just named it. Nick was just talking about everybody that goes out there shooting and running around. And, you know, you gotta fucking chase them like little kids, you know. <laughs> you know, but uh, I just think that Giannis is playing for legacy right now. Like he's playing for like his place in history. And the same thing goes for Steph, you know, and Clay. Like they all have chips on their shoulder, uh, on their shoulders, which makes it so compelling. Like those two teams got to the finals. But I just think that Giannis has so much more to prove at this point, and winning a second title puts him in a different category. Like we're talking about Giannis completely different if he wins another title this year. Like completely different. Now you're starting to move people out of the way to put Giannis in your top. 10, 15 players of all time. Mm. Mm. I want to pick the Suns to beat the Bucks so bad. I do. I really do because I want Chris Paul to finally get what's his, what he deserves. But uh, yes, I'm going to just pick Giannis as a two-time champ. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to pick the Bucks to repeat, just like Chris said. And uh, <laughs> but I, and I think that I think that's what's going to happen. Um, it's just it's just and that's how I see it. I, you, I know you want the Nets. <laughs> but um but it is but it is what it is man all right we got a couple more topics here let's debate the mvp yes i picked out a few names well obviously the obvious names we got Jokic, we got Embiid. i mean i think Giannis had a good season we have others that had a good season as well uh nick who's your mvp this year joel 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 and b man all right you gotta all give right. it to i don't care about that <laughs> you see shake your head yeah <laughs> <laughs> Get- Joel has done what he has supposed. He was supposed to get it last year, and he got uh, uh, left the straight because I guess how many games he played, he got hurt. And the man has done his job. <laughs> All right, he done what they asked him to do. You just can't shove that away because Jokic has to be everybody on the goddamn Denver Nuggets. <laughs> that's not that's not Joel's fault. And Giannis. Well, how many times you gonna? I hate to say it like that. It's, he's he's going he's going to get in the category. How many times you gonna give him MVP? That's mm-hmm. that's not fair. But you know that's the LeBron and MJ effect. Yep. He, you know. Yep. He's that he's fall into. You know. So unfortunately, I gotta give it to you. Well, he's done his work. Okay. Right? I'm gonna jump in here. Uh, yeah. So doing your work or doing your job doesn't equate to MVP. Yeah, it does. So let me let me just throw let me just throw this out. There's a lot of players who did their job this year. Devin Booker did his job. He ain't no damn MVP. Who? Devin Booker. We uh, he, he I don't know why that conversation Ke- came. Kevin from. Durant did his yeah. job this year. He's not an MVP. Oh wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. You anyway, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> Listen. So it, it, I, it is very clear that uh you know I I'm choosing Jokic. Yeah, and I've been saying Joker, Jokic all season, or for the latter part of the season. Uh, man, listen, this cat just gave the league 27 points, 14 rebounds, eight assists, without his second best player and third best player for the entire season. Jamal Murray was a 20-point-per-game score. Michael Porter Jr. was a 19-point-per-game score. So you got two elite scorers who weren't even on the floor with him, and he carried that squad to the sixth seed. And not to mention, Nikola Jokic just finished this season with the highest, if I'm not mistaken, fact-check me, 
He, he just ended this season with the highest player efficiency rating of all time. There's no way that he, he that, that you can't give him the MVP. That's nobody, no, bro. What you mean? <laughs> oh my God! Listen, man, my dude, this is this is your center giving you 27, 14, and eight. He shot almost 60% from the field. That's fucking crazy. Right. His numbers <laughs> this year were just off the charts crazy. And like I said, he literally said, get on my back and carry that squad. And I think Philly and Denver had almost the same record. Mm. You know, and again, this is, this is Joker playing without two elite scorers. Not one, two. Jamal, Jamal Murray didn't play a single minute. He had a possible. It's like space. James Harden was a possible. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go Embiid. <laughs> I go Embiid, yeah. But for that same reason, like, who was Embiid's next best player? Are you looking at Maxi? Like, are you really saying Tyrese Maxi? Uh, I know he had Curry for a bit, Tybal. Uh, Shake Milton, like you're looking at these guys, like these guys are pretty close, if not any worse than Denver's supporting cast. You look, they're at better from top to bottom. You, you know, they, they're better, they're better, but it's not, let's not talk like they, those are all stars, those are not elite players. Joe B was boogieing all year, and you know what? He would have won it if James Harden didn't come. The name, the name, and the allure of it being James Harden coming, that's why he fell out, yeah. Jokers went off and started doing stuff offensively. On defense, he ain't doing nothing. He ain't doing nothing on defense. Joel Embiid's playing both sides of the ball. He won the scoring title. And literally, his impact to the to the uh, 76ers, I mean, I, I guess you can't say the impact is not as great as Jokic. It's probably similar. Um, but, yeah, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, Embiid was absolutely dealing with the, uh, the Ben Simmons noise all year. Jokic didn't have that. That toxicity, you you know firsthand, me and you know firsthand what toxicity and media and noise, what kind of impact that has on the team. And B put his hard hat on, went in, did his 30 and, and 15 or whatever stats he was putting up. Like he he didn't let that get he to him. 30 and and honestly, 15. Yeah, well, he went off though. He, he at least off. did he he got 30 <laughs> and what 30 and 10, 30 and 11. He didn't even need surprise getting these, these three guys right here. You know, that are up here for MVP could all you you can all make a, we can make a compelling case for each one of them. You know what I'm saying? Because to be real, like Nick just said, Giannis is kind of getting into that category where every single year he could win MVP. You know what I'm saying? Because he's getting better every single year, which is still crazy that he's still getting better and he's already to me the best player in the league. But I don't know that there's ever been a player in league history who's had the highest player efficiency rating and didn't win MVP. I, I mean, has there been that? Yes, and again, if you end the season Bron, with the highest, I'm sure, sure Bron. I'm sure Bron. Bron used to always be at the top, and he didn't win it, but what four times? Four times, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna throw that part out. So, I'm, so I'm minus sure. Bron and Bron Jordan. Sure. Let's eliminate Bron and Jordan from this conversation. Okay, okay. You're saying, but you know, again, I, you know, if you're measuring, yeah, you're right. Okay, so there was a toxic culture around uh, Philly for a certain degree this year because of the Ben Simmons stuff, right? And yeah, you got to play through that and the Philly market and all that. And you just look at the roster from top to bottom. Like if you swap out, you know, you give the 
the Sixers, like keep Joel Embiid and give him all of the players on the Denver Nuggets, right? And you keep Jokic and then give him all of Philly's players. Denver is still a better team than Philly is. They really are. Like Jokic make, will make those guys even better. Even you don't think so? No. <laughs> <laughs> not, definitely not Tobias. Tobias, <laughs> he, he committed robbery. That man committed robbery. Wait, 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 wait. But wasn't, wasn't Tobias like an all-star last year or a borderline all-star? He, he was knocking on the door one year, but that's about it. That was last <laughs> year. Now everybody's trying to trash him. I ain't trashing the man, but you can't go ghost making that kind of money. All right? You just you know what? If they can't figure out who the MVP is between Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic, just go ahead and give it to Giannis. All right. End of discussion. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, these these are the three candidates. Any of the other names that were thrown out, like you shut them down real quick. It's right. literally it has to come these three. Yeah. Well, I'll say despite Jokic having 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assist season. The first player to do that in NBA history, by the way. History. Yes. Ain't nobody can touch nobody. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Embiid anyway. Just be, in fact, just because of the fact that I think Embiid has really put in that work this year. Well, both of them have. It's gonna be a very close MVP race. It's gonna come down between those two, and it'll be very close. But just, I'm just gonna give a slight edge to Embiid. But that's no disrespect to Jokic because Jokic is small. I don't need to see Nash. Man, if you yeah, I'm gonna give you here it's because they feel sorry for him for not for him not getting it last year. That's what that is. <laughs> I don't need to see Nash. A, we're sorry award. Okay, Kobe, that's how Kobe got his, unfortunately, because they he was he should have been it at least three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And ooh, now on to our last topic. That you know, honestly. Brace yourselves, people, because I don't know how long this last topic is going to go. We probably not long. save this for a part not two. Not long. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> last topic. The team that didn't make the playoffs. The team that didn't even make it to the playoffs tournament. Yes, it's time. <laughs> the Lakers. Yes, eliminated from playoff contention. <laughs> Lakers eliminated from playoff contention. LeBron James. No NBA playoffs with LeBron James for the, <laughs> for the second time in four seasons. Yes, Anthony Davis and Russ missing the playoffs as well. Let's not forget that. Street and, uh, <laughs> and let's not forget Frank Vogel was fired. <laughs> fired. <laughs> that man got host. <laughs> Three seasons with the Lakers. Yes. And yes, first season got the Lakers an NBA title. I don't care if it was the bubble. It was an NBA championship. It was, if you know, play, playing that many amount of games in that bubble for that amount of time. To me, it's, it, are we really going to call that? At? We're not going to go there. Let's talk about this season. What went? I guess we have to start with Chris. Chris, what went wrong with this Lakers this season? Who do you really blame for this year, and what needs to be fixed? This well, you know, well, obviously Russell was a terrible fit from jump, and everybody said it. I mean, my God, I mean that was the elephant in the room. You know, Russell Westbrook, what kind of player is he gonna be in L.A.? And I remember when they acquired him, I was like, what? Like you, so basically, you get a ball dominant player to go with another guy who's a ball dominant guy in LeBron, you know. And Russell Westbrook has not yet learned that you've got to be able to adjust and adapt, you know, to the new way that the game is played. And this is the same thing that happened with uh, with Melo when Melo had to learn that you know what, I'm no longer a one or a two. Like I've got to be able to accept a role. And Russell didn't do that this year. And he's such a narcissist. I mean, you you would listen to his interviews 
and hear him talking, you'd be like, dude, you don't have any clue who you are at this point in your career. And it was just <laughs> bad all around. Like people look at his numbers. All he averaged 18, seven and seven. He didn't have a bad year. Well, yeah, he did. Like He really drove that team into the ground. And that team quit on Frank Vogel. And you knew that Vogel was going to be the fall guy. Uh, but, yeah, I, I blame uh, the acquisition of Russ as being the primary reason for the downfall of the Lakers this year. Uh, not to mention Anthony Davis can't stay on the court. Like, it's time to trade Anthony Davis. Like, Anthony Davis got to go. Like, this offseason, you trade him because his value continues to plummet. Like, nobody's going to want Anthony Davis after this next season. I don't care what kind of season he puts up. People are not going to be able to trust him. And you can look at Anthony Davis and tell that he does not take care of his body. You can look at the way he plays basketball and say that this guy doesn't, you know, he's not moving as well as he used to. He's not as fluid as he used to be. Like, I went back and YouTube some videos of him in New Orleans, and I was like, that's not the same player at all. And Davis ain't even 30 years old yet. So, you know, there, there's a lot that went wrong with the Lakers this season. Um, I think the roster was too old. Um, and, you know, LeBron wanted us to keep that same energy early in the season, right? So we keeping it, Brian. You know, and you were too old then and you're too old now. The roster was just terrible. And they couldn't keep up with teams. The teams just ran them into the ground. You know, that team just they, – they didn't play hard. Uh, LeBron James was just out there, you know, chasing points. Like he's, I, I don't even know if winning even mattered at a certain point. This year. After the All-Star break, like they went, what, 5-18 and 18 or 5-19 and 19 after the All-Star? They didn't care at that point. He was like, you know what, I got Kareem in my sights now. Let me go ahead and just score some points, man, and try to chase this man and win the scoring title. And I do think that he was also trying to win the scoring title this year, but he realized, you know what, let me <laughs> – I think Joel's going to do this this year. Let me just let me just go ahead and sit down for the rest of the season. But, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, problem A is Russell Westbrook. Um, problem B is Anthony Davis's health. Problem C is, you know, providing LeBron James such input into, uh, you, know, the, you know, player acquisitions and that sort of thing. Because I truly do feel that the acquisition of Buddy Heald um, you know, would have worked so much better, you know, for LA this year than getting Russell Westbrook. Mm. Right. And tell you, we know how much you like LeBron. Uh, definitely. T- let's talk right. about. Right. He's not a Laker fan. He's a LeBron fan. Uh, we, we're, <laughs> not, we're not doing this. We, we're, not, we're not doing this today. Um, <laughs> but I will say that that uh, the Russ acquisition, man, absolutely. Like I don't, I don't see how you. Uh, look at the Lakers uh, season and say, hey, Russ wasn't the, the biggest issue here. Um, I like Russ as a player. Um, I don't like him on my team because I just I just feel like the roster was so poorly put together. Like, if you look at the roster at the beginning of the season, there were, what, three players that were, like, young, mm-hmm. and um, THT was so inconsistent early. Kendrick Nunn didn't see the court not one time this year. Like, that pissed me off. Like, he just – committed robbery this year as far as that, that contract goes. Um, so he didn't play. Um, and then as the season progressed, just look at the amount of players. We just pulling off the waiver wire, just like pulling players that retire, people that can't get jobs, people that's being waived. I'm like, what are you doing? 40-something lineups, starting lineups, no continuity. Like I, I've sat and listened to every player's uh, exit interview. Wayne Ellington was just saying, like he looked at the roster. I think he he felt the way about like just he said he didn't like the energy that was surrounding the team. Stanley Johnson said a similar thing. He was like, you look at the roster 
and you look at Anthony Davis and LeBron, you can't say these guys are better than Anthony Davis and LeBron. But, like, the energy wasn't there. He was saying off the court, they would hang out, do whatever. Like, off the court, it was fine. But on the court, they had no continuity, no cohesion. And it showed, man, like, they were awful on the court. Um, And right before All-Star, Anthony Davis got hurt for, what, the second time during the season? Um, And I think, honestly, I think the team packed it in then. Braun went back home to Cleveland, did his thing in the All-Star game, hit the game with a shot, all of that. And I think when he came back, he was like, oh, so this is what I'm coming back to. Mm -hmm. And I think they – I really do. I think they packed it in. I think his goal was really to win that scoring title. Um, but then he had his injuries and stuff like that. So that kept him out. Um, but with, it was, bro, you seen his ankle touch the floor, but that's neither here nor there. I seen it. I seen his ankle hit the floor. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I think it just, I mean, it, it came down to the poor roster construction. I really do. I think we probably should have got uh, DeMar DeRozan. I know you mentioned mm-hmm. Buddy Hill. I, I don't know about Buddy Hill, and I know you're not high on DeRozan, but I've seen what DeRozan did this year, and I think DeRozan would have been a better acquisition than Russ. Like, he might not have been the best acquisition, but he would have been better than Russ on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just, I mean, moving forward next year, um, kind of like you said, like, I, I think Russ, I mean, not Russ, I think Brian, I don't know how much input AD had, um, but I think that Rob has to do his job Rob and the and um yeah, and, and everybody in the front office, you literally have to do your job. Like you have to do your job and put the best roster out there you can. Um, you know what LeBron needs to to be uh, to excel. Uh, he he gave up on defense. Like I saw the whole team. The whole team quit on defense. They never played defense. Mm. It, not only were they not capable, but like eventually they brought in some defenders. Like they brought in Stanley and Gabriel and some of these other guys. Um, so they had a few players. THT had length. They had some players that could play defensively, but they chose not to. Mm. A lot of that came down to effort. A whole lot of that came down to effort. It, some of it came from ability, but a whole lot came from effort. Most of it came from effort. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it's like moving forward, yeah. Uh, Rob has to sit down. I don't know what who has to be moved. If it's AD, if it's, if it's Russ and AD, like, I don't know what the moves are going to be that's, that's going uh, gonna to happen. Um, next year, I would like to see. Uh, I would like to see Bron back, Monk back. I like Monk. I, I mean, I don't know, Chris, if you're if you're on the Monk bandwagon, but I like him offensively. I think he makes boneheaded plays, but he was in Charlotte for goodness' sake. I feel like he didn't have. He wasn't in the environment to grow and to learn. I think he needs to. I think he can come back and and, and make a, a positive impact. So definitely those two. I did like Melo. Um, Melo won us so many games this year, man. I know we didn't win a lot of games, but Melo won so many games for us this year. Um, right. I like Reeves. I know Reeves is coming back because he's on his uh, on his deal. So I like Reeves. Um, so I, I like a few of the pieces, man. But yeah, just moving forward, Rob. Just just do what you need to do, Rob. Uh, I, I don't know how you know how good you're going to be as far as getting in players. How many people want to be in that environment? Mm-hmm. Um, from a coach perspective, too, like we don't have a coach right now, um, and I'm not sure there's tons of people lining up for the job just because of how poorly the situation was handed, how toxic the environment was. Um, the Lakers were on national television. I mean, like crazy amount getting blown out by 30, 40. <laughs> I'm like, what? What am I watching right now? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. 
But some something definitely needs to happen moving forward. Absolutely. I think best what Rapalinka should do is resign. You said because there's no way to fix this. Don't take my segment. You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, yes, you agree. You're right. I blame him. You tell him again, Chris. <laughs> no, I, I, I think he. Yeah, he 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 should resign. Not not because I necessarily blame him per se, um, but like there's no way. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> There's no way to fix this. The Lakers don't have a pick until 2027. Like, yo, you realize that's five years from now? Five. Five. They have no salary cap space whatsoever. They have no tradable assets whatsoever. Malik Monk is not coming back on a one-year, $1.3 million deal. So you can forget that. Somebody about to pay him this offseason, so he's out. What can the Lakers do? They are they are literally handcuffed. The only thing you can do is trade Anthony Davis. Start there. Like you got to get rid of Russ. Like you're only gonna get a second round pick for Russ. But trade Anthony Davis and just get whatever you can from him at this point, which might be two or three first round picks. I'm sorry, it's it's a wrap for the Lakers for a while. Just go ahead, I, I, just rebuild now. Like go ahead and like trade your guys now. And plan for John Morant in two years. They can't. They gotta. They gotta sell them tickets. LeBron is there. They gotta sell tickets. So they gotta make something happen. Make, Rob Flinka, yes, he should go. It's his fault. I blame Rob. You do. Yeah. And then, how, like uh, Antonio said, how they fired the man. The man even know he was fired. He on. He answering questions. Well, you know, how do you? <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh, oh, I am gone. Oh, well, you know. Uh, this was after their win, by the way, when they beat the when they won their game against the Nuggets. Yeah, that was right after the game. Yeah, so these are the switch what happened. Yeah, Rob Blinken, I it's on him. He's a GM, he put this team together, he listened to whoever his influences were because I don't yeah, whoever who. like who, whoever was in his ear. Like yeah, you're, he you're, the, you're the person that wears the hat. So, yeah. yeah, I don't think he has a clue. No disrespect. I don't think he has a clue on how to assemble a team. Mm. I think he was just taking bits and pieces from, oh, you got LeBron. You just got to put somebody with him. Shit, Russell. God damn it. <laughs> that's a hell of a, that's a, that's a slam goddamn dunk. <laughs> oh, man. Look at him now. Now, this, uh, Russell got three destinations he can go to this offseason. Home. Well, <laughs> besides home. One is, of course, the John Wall deal. Oh boy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how that's gonna work out. <laughs> but but the Rockets wanted that first round pick. No, well, two, two, the Charlotte Hornets. Oh. And I'm okay. pretty sure Gordon Haywood is gonna be in that deal. Yeah, because that's the offsetting the contracts, and they can sign Miles Bridges and Al oh, Russ can stay, or they're gonna, you know, wave them, you know, wave them out, you know, three years or whatever, pay them 15, 15, or whatever they do to get them off the books. Mm-hmm. And then three. If the Pacers feel nice, oh my god! <laughs> I, I really they, like that one. That's the one they, I want to happen. Man. They got to get rid of Malcolm Brogdon because Tyrese Halliburton is just that guy. Mm-hmm. There's no need to keep Malcolm no more. Mm-hmm. And they are in the rebuilding stage. And Buddy Hill, I don't see him being there long either. So that's mm-hmm. an easy cash swap. Contracts match. Lakers get what they need. Pacers get to start their rebuilding, clean the books. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I like Malcolm Brogdon uh, so and, and that would be that would be the the slam dunk deal that the that's Lakers the need. That mm-hmm. is that's a, the only one that made sense to me. <laughs> the, the, the only one, right? Yeah, the only one that that would catapult the Lakers <laughs> to where they need to be next year. Mm-hmm. With I don't deal. know about that. I don't know about that, but it, <laughs> I mean, they playoffs. They go in playoffs. Yeah, at least in the playoffs. They go in playoffs with that with that with that deal, mm-hmm. yeah. but. Russell, you gotta go. You know, yes, you are quite delusional, my guy. My boy, you are quite delusional. I'm here listening to you talk. I'm like, my guy, it's you. You let the Lincoln turnovers four out of five years. It was like, I don't know why Frank didn't like me. I came in here, I, I said him wine, him and his, his wife wine or champagne or whatever he said. And uh, he was like, I don't know why he didn't never like me. That <laughs> man lost his job because of you. God damn it. He stood up for you. He took you, but nobody didn't want you. Frank, Frank, he hated this man, Russ, so much. He was giving uh, Avery Bradley key minutes. It was like, Russ, just stay on the bench. I'll play AB instead of you. Yeah, oh, Russ did not want to change. I agree. Russ just did not understand that he is no longer that guy or he wasn't that guy. Yes. Do I think Russ is serviceable on another team? Yes, he can go fill up the stat sheet in, in Portland, Orlando, <laughs> OKC on a farewell tour. How you want to do it? He can fill up the stat sheets. Oh, he need to do that deal. I mean, hey, I heard uh, somebody talking about the how Allen Iverson's career ended and fizzled out, and they sort of kind of compare Russ to AI. And if Russ doesn't, if he's not careful, he may get that treatment. He goes to another squad. He's not able to to really understand that he has to play a role, and he might just get the AI treatment and the, the mellow treatment and have to be out of the league for a little while before he realizes that, you know what, I do need to switch up. Mellow didn't deserve it. But that's my two cents on the Lakers right there. That that trade with the Pacers need to happen. Whatever they got to do, whoever they got to hold up by gunpoint, mm. <laughs> whoever they got to beat up, whoever Bad. they got to send. Bad. You just saying, uh, 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 what's old boy named Franklin from Snowfall, uh, <laughs> Tommy from Power, anybody to get that deal done. <laughs> Tariq, he'll get there. He don't even need a car. He don't need the car. <laughs> he don't need the car. <laughs> And that's reminding one. LeBron is eligible for a two-year, one hundred million dollar extension heading to this in, in August. He'll take it. They yeah, want he's taking it. Yep. Yeah, he's taking it. He will take it. Yeah, he's not leaving LA until it's you know, as long as the thing goes like it's planned. Until his son get there, then he'll then he'll, 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 he'll want yeah. the flexibility. Yeah. Yep. All right. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now for our parting shots, this is obviously uh, we say how we feel, uh, pretty much say our piece, uh, pretty much before this podcast ends. Uh, pretty much uh, anyway, anything you guys want to get off your chest, obviously yep. nothing, nothing offensive or nothing yep. like that. It uh, is rumored, all allegations, not truths. Okay. That ASAP Rocky fumbled the bag. Oh, I seen that. I seen that. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know if I believe ASAP, that, but. What are you doing? Yeah. You don't cheat on Riri if it's true. It's, it, it's just allegations, so these are no nobody confirmed this. But I'm just saying, if it's true, Will Smith has been forgiven. <laughs> he has been forgiven yesterday's news. This is new news. You, you fumbled the bag ASAP. You had it right. You, all you had to do was just do you. Yeah, endorsements was rolling in. Yeah. Thanks, man. 
you know, cheat on Riri, man. I'll tell you, if I was in this position, if that really happened, if I was in this position, and that one would approach me, get your goddamn hands off of me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. I, I'm Riri. <laughs> that girl tried to assault me. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh, my God. That's all I got. Okay. Any, uh, Antonio, you're next. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't, I don't have nothing quite as elaborate as Nick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have anything. Uh, just looking, at, looking to add to my sneaker collection, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sir. <laughs> oh, man. Just, just trying to keep up with the latest heat. That's it. Got a newborn on the way, so. Just oh, trying yeah, to, uh, right. Hold on. Everybody clap. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So just uh, getting ready for that. Got about a month. Uh, a month before that happened, so yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Dope. yeah, man. I got something to say. Pollen is the damn devil, man. Got us yes, walking around right here, yes. and and coughing and rubbing our eyes like we've been smoking, man. Like what the hell? <laughs> now it's true, yo. But yo, find something that you enjoy doing and do it as much as you can for as long as you can, and maybe then you'll find your purpose in life. There you go. Thanks. All right. Union 2 is dropping tomorrow, 11 o'clock. Yes, sir. Be ready. There will be bloodshed on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For me, I definitely want to to say that I went to my first MLS game up in Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte FC taking on Atlanta United. Uh, I I will say this, man. Charlotte Charlotte is definitely happy to have a soccer team. I went to that environment. They are happy to have a soccer team in that community. Um, The fans enjoy it. They definitely love it, and I went out there against a regional rival. And like I said, man, MLS I think it has a great chance to have a, a great soccer market, and it, I, I think it's definitely growing big time. So definitely, uh, congrats to Charlotte FC on their win against Lane United this past weekend. And I was there; it was a great trip, man. And uh, like I said, the fans were were, were great, um, and I just love the environment, man. And you know, I like going to Charlotte, you know, visiting there from time to time. So it was perfect for me. Um, there are things on my mind. Congrats, I guess, Derek Carr for his extension. Is what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 he got his bag. He got his bag. <laughs> uh, Devontae gonna make him a legend. That's yeah, Devontae is though. Okay. Your boy, y'all you boy. Y'all boy. Y'all boy. Hey, we might be getting DK Metcalf. Hopefully, yeah, if we smart. We got, we got Sammy Watkins. For Sammy now. Watkins and Julio. We got Sammy Watkins right now. Julio can feel man. Julio can go back to Atlanta. We don't want Julio now. Sammy, Sammy stays hurt too. So that much yeah. is true, but he's younger. So we'll we'll you know take a flyer on him. Mm-hmm. Man. But yeah, man. Fellas, this was fun, man. I definitely enjoyed uh doing this NBA playoffs preview with all of you. Uh definitely all of you. Congrats. Uh, congrats, listen to me. Thank you all for watching. Ronick's rundown. Thank you all for uh listening to me. Thank you, Antonio and Chris, for joining us in this great episode. Um, I know all of you definitely please enjoy the NBA playoffs. And oh yeah, I forgot the USFL is this is coming up this weekend, but we don't know who's gonna I don't know, don't know how long they will stay, but whatever. Thank you all for watching Ronick's rundown. Can't wait for you all to watch us or listen to us next time.